हेलो फ्रेंड्स आई एम प्रदीप आचार्या नाउ आई विल डिस्कस अबाउट जेनरल कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ केमिकल इक्लिबियम इट इज द पार्ट ऑफ एंडल केमिस्ट्री चैप्टर नंबर सिक्स दिस चैप्टर हैज बीन टेकन फ्रॉम द बुक एंडल केमिस्ट्री रिटन बाय गैरी डी क्रिश्चियन एंड अदर्स today's learning objective is the equilibrium constant calculation of equilibrium concentrations using excel goal seek to solve one variable equations the systematic approach to equilibrium calculation that means mass balance and charge balance equations activity and activity coefficients and last thermodynamic equilibrium constants even though in a chemical reaction the reactant may almost quantitatively react to form the products reactions never go to only one direction in fact reactions reach an equilibrium in which the rates of reactions in both directions are equal in this chapter we review the equilibrium concept and the equilibrium constant and describe general approach for calculations using equilibrium constants we discuss the activity of ionic species along with the calculation of activity coefficients these values are required for calculations using thermodynamic equilibrium constants that is for the diverse ion effect which will be described at the end of the chapter and in the chapter number 13 we'll discuss about the potentiometric calculations later now the rate concept in chemical reactions in the year 1863 goldberg and oes describes what we now call the law of mass action which states that the rate of a chemical reaction is proportional to the active mass of the reacting substance present at any time the active mass may be concentration or pressures goldberg and oes derived an equilibrium constant by defining equilibrium as the condition when the rates of the forward and reverse reactions are equal consider the chemical reaction AA plus BB is in equilibrium with CC plus DD. A means small A capital A. Capital A means the substance, and prefix small A denotes the number of moles. 
एंड इन सेम वे स्मॉल बी कैपिटल बी स्मॉल सी कैपिटल सी एंड स्मॉल डी कैपिटल डी सो फ्रॉम ए मोल ऑफ कैपिटल ए सब्सटेंस प्लस बी मोल ऑफ कैपिटल बी सब्सटेंस इज इन इक्लिब्रियम विद द प्रोडक्ट सी मोल ऑफ कैपिटल सी सब्सटेंस प्लस डी मोल ऑफ कैपिटल डी सब्सटेंस so that's why the equation is aa plus bb equilibrium symbol then product right side cc plus dd so according to the guldberg and oeds the rate of the forward reaction is equal to a constant times the concentration of each species raised to the power of the number of molecules participating in the reaction that is rate of forward reaction is equal to k forward in bracket capital a in third bracket to the power a multiplied by within third bracket capital b to the power small b within bracket capital a denotes the concentration of a and within third bracket capital b means the concentration of b substance so in this equation the rate forward it will be written as the rat subscript fwd this rate rate forward is the rate of the forward reaction and k forward is the rate constant and this rate constant is dependent on such factors as the temperature and the presence of catalyst concentration of a and b represent the molar concentration of a and b similarly for the reverse reaction Guldberg and Oes wrote the rate for the reverse reaction is equal to k reverse and concentration of c to the power c small c multiplied by concentration of d to the power small d and for a system at equilibrium the forward and reverse rates are equal in that case k forward a to the power a b to the power b is equal to k reverse c to the power c d to the power d so if we rearrange this equation then we will get the molar equilibrium constant and which holds for dilution dilute solutions for the reaction it is denoted by capital a so c to the power c multiplied by d to the power d whole divided by a to the power a multiplied b to the power b is equal to k forward divided by k reverse and this k forward divided by reverse it is called as 
कैपिटल के एज द मोलर इक्विब्रियम कॉन्स्टेंट द एक्सप्रेशन ऑप्टेंट हेयर इज द करेक्ट एक्सप्रेशन फॉर द इक्विब्रियम कॉन्स्टेंट बट द मेथड ऑफ डेरिवेशन हैज नो जेनरल वैलिडिटी दिस इज बिकॉज रिएक्शन रेट्स एक्चुअली डिपेंड्स ऑन द मेकानिज्म ऑफ द रिएक्शन डिटर्मिन बाई द नंबर ऑफ कोलाइडिंग स्पीसीज whereas the equilibrium constant expression depends only on the stoichiometry of the chemical reaction the sum of the exponents in the rate constant gives the order of the reaction and this may be entirely different from the stoichiometry of the reaction an example is the rate of reduction of h2o8 to the 2 minus with i minus then the reaction is h2o8 2 minus plus 3 i minus we tend to get the product to so4 2 minus plus i3 minus the rate is actually given by k forward concentration multiplied by concentration of h2o4 2 minus and again multiplied by the concentration of i minus and it is a second order reaction but no rate is not the k forward multiplied by the concentration of h2o2 minus multiplied by the i concentration of i minus to the power 3 so right rate is k forward multiplied by the concentration of h2o2 minus multiplied by the concentration of i minus so here we understand that the only sound theoretical basis for the equilibrium constant comes from thermodynamic argument that means the gibbs free energy for the thermodynamic computation of equilibrium constant values the value of k can be calculated empirically by measuring the concentrations of a b c and d at equilibrium note that the more favorable the rate constant of the forward reaction relative to the backward reaction the larger will be the equilibrium constant and the further to the right the reaction will be at equilibrium when the reaction between a and b is initiated the rate of the forward reaction is large because the concentrations of a and b are large where the backward reaction is slow because the concentrations of c and d are small that rate is initially zero as the reaction progress concentrations of a and b decrease and concentrations of c and d increase so that the rate of the forward reaction diminishes while that for the backward reaction increase eventually the two rates become equal and the system is in a state of equilibrium at this point the individual concentrations of a b c and d remain constant the relative values will depend on the reaction stoichiometry the initial concentration and how far the equilibrium lies to the right 
However, the system remains in dynamic equilibrium with the forward and backward reactions continuing at equal rates. As you know, the equilibrium constant expression is the ratio in which the concentration of the products appear in the numerator and the concentrations of the reactant appear in the denominator. This is quite arbitrary, but it is the accepted convention. Hence, a large equilibrium constant indicates the equilibrium lies far to the right. We should point out that although a particular reaction may have the a rather large equilibrium constant, the reaction may proceed from right to left if sufficiently large concentrations of the products are initially present. Also, the equilibrium constant tells us nothing about how fast a reaction will proceed towards equilibrium. Some reactions, in fact, may be so slow as to be unmeasurable. The equilibrium constant merely tells us the tendency of a reaction to occur and in what direction, not whether it is fast enough to be feasible in practice. Now I'll discuss about the types of equilibrium. We can write equilibrium constants for virtually any type of chemical process. Some common equilibria is acid-base dissociation where the reaction is HA plus H2O is in equilibrium with H3O plus plus A minus. And here the equilibrium constant Ka is called the acid dissociation constant. Next type of equilibrium is solubility. In this case the reaction is Ma is in equilibrium with Mn plus plus An minus. And here the equilibrium constant Ksp, capital K subscript Sp and it is called the solubility product. Next type of equilibrium is complex formation. The corresponding reaction is M N plus plus A L B minus is in equilibrium with M L A to the power first bracket N minus A B first bracket close plus charge and in this case the equilibrium constant kf capital k subscript small f and it is called the formation constant another type of equilibrium is reduction oxidation in that case the typical reaction is a red that means capital a subscript red plus b ox capital B subscript O ox red means reduction ox means oxidation then A red plus B ox is in equilibrium with A ox plus B red in that case the equilibrium constant is called as reaction equilibrium constant and symbolized by the KEQ capital K subscript EQ Another type of equilibrium is the phase distribution. 
in this case the typical reaction is a h2o is in equilibrium with a organic that means a subscript h2o and for the another in the product side right side this is the a subscript organic we have to write in that way the reaction and in this case the equilibrium constant is called the distribution coefficient and symbolized by the kd capital k subscript capital d so these all of the types of equilibria and what is the typical reactions and what is its equilibrium constant now the heading is gibbs free energy and the equilibrium constant the tendency for a reaction to occur is defined thermodynamically from its change in enthalpy that means delta h and entropy that means delta s the enthalpy is the heat absorbed when an endothermic reaction occurs under constant pressure when heat is given off that means in exothermic reaction delta h is negative and that means delta capital h will write in this way so delta is negative in this case when the reaction is exothermic reaction that means heat is given off during the reaction the entropy is a measure of the disorder or randomness of a substance or system a system will always tend towards lower energy and increased randomness that is lower enthalpy and higher entropy for example a stone on a hill will tend to roll spontaneously down the hill that means lower energy state and a box of marble ordered by color will tend to become randomly ordered when shaken the combined effect of enthalpy and entropy is given by the gibbs free energy symbolized by capital g so g is equal to h minus ts where the t that means capital t is the absolute temperature in kelvin g is a measure of the energy of the system and a system spontaneously tends towards lower energy states the change in energy of a system at a constant temperature is delta g is equal to delta h minus t delta s so a process will be spontaneous when delta g is negative and it will be spontaneous in the reverse direction when delta g is positive and will be at equilibrium when delta g is zero hence a reaction is favored by heat given off that means negative delta h in an exothermic reaction and by increased entropy that means positive delta s both delta h and delta s can be either positive or negative and the relative magnitude of each and the temperature will define whether delta g will be negative so that the reaction will be spontaneous enthalpy or entropy changes alone cannot decide if a process will be spontaneous many salts nh4cl for example spontaneously dissolve in water 
in an endothermic process that means heat is absorbed and the solution gets cold in such case the large positive entropy of dissolution exceeds the positive enthalpy change a standard enthalpy which is symbolized by capital a superscript 0 and the standard entropy which is symbolized by capital a superscript 0 and the standard free energy symbolized by the capital g superscript 0 represents the thermodynamic quantities of for one mole of a substance at standard state that means the when the pressure p is equal to 1 atmosphere and t the temperature is 298 kelvin and unit concentration in that case delta d0 is equal to delta h0 minus t delta s0 delta g0 is related to the equilibrium constant of a reaction by k is equal to e to the power minus delta g0 by rt or we can write delta g0 is equal to minus rt ln k again it is equal to minus 2.303 rt log k because from the ln k if you convert to the log k then with log k you have to multiply 2.303 to get the ln k so this is the final equation and in this case r is the gas constant capital r whose value is the 8.314 joule kelvin to the minus 1 mole to the power minus 1 that means 8.314 joule per kelvin per mole and hence if we know the standard free energy of a reaction we can calculate the equilibrium constant obviously the larger delta g0 when negative the larger will be the k note that while delta g0 and g give information about the spontaneity of a reaction they say nothing about the rate at which it will occur the reaction between hydrogen and oxygen to form water has a very large negative free energy change associated with it but at room temperature in the absence of a catalyst or a spark the gas may co- coexist together for years without observable reactions now i'll describe the lassatelier's principle the equilibrium concentrations of reactants and products can be altered by applying stress to the system for example by changing the temperature the pressure or the concentration of one of the reactants the effects of such change can be predicted from lassatelier principle the lassatelier principle states that when stress is applied to a system at chemical equilibrium the equilibrium will shift in a direction that tends to relieve or counteract that stress the effects of temperature pressure and concentrations on chemical equilibrium are considered 
step by step <coughs> now the effect of temperature on equilibrium constant i'll discuss as we have mentioned temperature influence the individual rate constants for the forward and backward reactions and therefore the equilibrium constant or more correctly you can say the temperature affects the free energy an increase in temperature will displace the equilibrium in the direction that results in absorbing heat since this removes the source of the stress so the an endothermic forward reaction that means which absorb heat it will be displaced to the right with an increase in the equilibrium constant the reverse will be true for an exothermic forward reaction because exothermic reaction release heat an exothermic reaction needs to release heat to proceed a process that will be hindered at higher temperature the extent of the displacement will depend on the magnitude of the heat of reaction for the system strictly speaking enthalpy and entropy changes are not temperature independent but in most case it is a reasonable approximation that these are constant over a modest change in temperature and the change in the equilibrium constant that means k1 at temperature t1 and k2 at temperature t2 and this equilibrium constant can be predicted by the clausius clapeyron equation the clausius clapeyron equation is ln k1 by k2 is equal to delta h by r whole multiplied by within first bracket 1 by t2 minus 1 by t1 in addition to influencing the position of equilibrium temperature has a pronounced effect on the rates of the forward and backward reactions involved in the equilibrium and so it influences the rate at which equilibrium is approached this is because the number and the energy of collision among the reacting species increase with increasing temperature the rates of many endothermic reactions increase about 2 to 3 fold for every 10 degree centigrade rise in temperature now i'll discuss about effect of pressure on equilibrium pressure can have a large influence on the position of chemical equilibrium for reactions occurring in the gaseous phase an increase in pressure favors a shift in the direction that results in a reduction in the volume of the system for example when one volume of nitrogen reacts with three volumes of hydrogen to produce two volumes of ammonia but for reactions occurring in solutions normal pressure changes have a negligible effect on the equilibrium because liquids cannot be compressed the way gas can here we have to note that the few atmosphere pressure 
even incompressible fluids compress somewhat and one can learn about the electronic and mechanical changes to the molecules by studying their spectroscopy under such conditions for example using high pressure diamond cells now i'll discuss the effect of concentration on equilibrium the value of an equilibrium constant is independent of the concentrations of the reactants and products however the position of equilibrium is very definitely influenced by the concentrations the direction of change is readily predictable from lasseterre's principle consider the reaction of iron in plus 3 state with iodide that means 3i minus plus 2 fe 3 plus it will be in equilibrium with i3 to the power single minus charge plus 2 fe 2 plus in if the four components are in a state of equilibrium as determined by the equilibrium constant addition or removal of one of the components would cause the equilibrium to reestablish itself for example suppose we add more ferrous that means fe in plus 2 state to the solution according to lasseterre's principle the reaction will shift to the left because here you know that right side the fe2 plus is there so if you increase the fe2 plus then for relieving this it will go to the left direction of the reaction to relieve the stress equilibrium will eventually be reestablished and its position will still be defined by the same equilibrium constant now i'll discuss about the effect of the catalyst catalyst either speed up or retard the rate at which an equilibrium is attained by affecting the rates of both the forward and the backward reactions but catalyst affect both rates to the same extent and thus have no effect on the value of an equilibrium constant so now we understood that catalyst don't have any effect on an equilibrium constant of a reaction so catalyst are very important to the ideal chemist in a number of reactions that are normally too slow to be analytically useful an example is the use of an osmium tetroxide catalyst to speed up the titration reaction between arsenic in plus 3 state and cerium in plus 4 state whose equilibrium is only favorable but whose rate is normally too slow to be useful for titration the measurement of the change in the rate of a kinetically slow reaction in the presence of a catalyst can actually be used for determining the catalyst concentration the same reaction between the arsenic in plus 3 state and cerium in plus 4 state is catalyzed also by iodide and the measurement of this reaction rate that means through the disappearance of the yellow 
स्टेडियम प्लस फोर स्टेट कलर सो द मेजरमेंट दिस मेजरमेंट ऑफ दिस रिएक्शन रेट कॉन्स्टिट्यूट द बेसिस फॉर व्हाट यूज टू बी द मोस्ट वाइडली यूज एंड इज स्टिल फ्रीक्वेंटली यूज मेथड फॉर मेजरिंग आयोडीन एंड इट इज ऑल्सो कॉल्ड द सैंडल कोलथप मेथड मॉडर्न मेथड्स यूज नाउ फॉर आयोडाइड इंक्लूड आयन कोमाटोग्राफी आई सी पी एम एस एंड आयन सिलेक्टिव इलेक्ट्रोड्स हुई चूल डिस्कस इन द लेटर चैप्टर्स now i'll discuss about the completeness of reactions if the equilibrium of a reaction lies sufficiently to the right that the remaining amount of the substance being determined that means reacted is too small to be measured by the measuring technique we say the reaction has gone to completion if the equilibrium is not so favorable then lassiter's principle may be applied to make it so we may either increase the concentration of a reactant or decrease the concentration of a product the production of more products may be achieved by number 1 allowing a gaseous product to escape number 2 precipitating the product number 3 forming a stable ionic complex of the product in solution or point number 4 differential extraction it is apparent from this discussion that the lassiter's principle is the dominant concept behind most chemical reactions in the real world it is particularly important in biochemical reactions and external factors such as temperature can have a significant effect on biological equilibria catalyst in this case as example enzymes are also part players key players in many biological and physiological reactions which again we will discuss in the chapter number 22 in details now I'll discuss about the equilibrium constants for dissociating or combining species. That means weak electrolytes and precipitates. When a substance dissolved in water, it will often partially or completely dissociate or ionize. Electrolytes that tend to dissociate only partially are called weak electrolytes, and those that tend to dissociate completely. are strong electrolytes for example acetic acid only partially ionized in water and is therefore a weak electrolyte but hydrochloric acid is completely ionized and is therefore a strong electrolyte acid dissociations in water are really proton transfer reactions example hoac that means acetic acid plus h2o in equilibrium with h3o plus plus oac minus so this is the example for the proton transfer reaction 
some substance completely ionized in water but have limited solubility we call this slightly soluble substance substance may combine in solution to form a dissociable product for example a complex an example is the reaction of copper in plus 2 state with ammonia to form the cu nh3 whole 4 to the power 2 plus species the dissociation of weak electrolytes or the solubility of slightly soluble substance can be quantitatively described by equilibrium constants equilibrium constants for completely dissolved and dissociated electrolytes are effectively infinite consider the dissociation phases a b capital a capital b in this case the reaction is reaction equation is ab in equilibrium with a plus b and then the equilibrium constant for such a dissociation can be written generally as concentration of a molar concentration of a multiplied by the molar concentration of b whole divided by the molar concentration of ab and it is equal to the equilibrium constant which is symbolized by keq capital k subscript e small eq so the larger eq that means the greater will be the dissociation in this equation we know that if the larger eq then the concentration of a and concentration of b should increase so dissociation will happen more for example the larger the equilibrium constant of an acid the stronger will be the acid that means if if the equilibrium constant is larger then that means the protonation that means to form the h plus ion tendency is more and that's why the stronger will be the acid some species dissociate step wise and an equilibrium constant can be written for each dissociation step a compound a to b capital a subscript to capital b this is a compound for example it may dissociate as follows first a to b in an equilibrium with a plus ab when the equilibrium constant k1 is equal to the concentration of a multiplied by concentration of ab whole divided by the concentration molar concentration of a to b and second step ab in equilibrium with a plus b and here the equilibrium constant k2 is equal to the molar concentration of a multiplied by molar concentration of b whole divided by the molar concentration of ab so the overall dissociation process of the compound is the sum of these two equilibrium so in this case when complete dissociation in that case the reaction equation is a to b in equilibrium with 2a plus b so in this case the equilibrium constants keq is equal to because it is the combination of the above two states so 
in this case if you multiply that k1 multiplied by k2 then result will be for k eq mean total equilibrium constant is is equal to concentration of a whole to the power square multiplied by the concentration of b whole divided by the concentration of a to b here in all case concentration means the molar concentration we have to remember that when chemical species dissociate in a stepwise manner like this the successive equilibrium constant generally becomes progressively smaller for a diprotic acid as per example HOOCCOOH when it dissociate it will create the two protons that's why it is called the diprotic acid so for this diprotic acid the dissociation of the second proton is inhibited relatively to the first that means in this case the equilibrium constant for second step k2 is less than the equilibrium constant in the step number 1 k1 so k2 is less than k1 because the negative charge on the mono anion makes it more difficult for the second proton to ionize this effect is more pronounced to the closer the proton sites are note that in equilibrium calculations we always use mole per liter for solution concentration if a reaction is written in the reverse the same equilibrium apply but the equilibrium constant is inverted thus in this example for a plus b when it equilibrium with ab in this case the k equilibrium in reverse condition is equal to the concentration of ab whole divided by the multiplication of both the concentration of a and b and again it is equal to 1 by k eq in the forward direction so reverse direction equilibrium constant will write as k capital k subscript eq small eq first bracket in small letter reverse first bracket close and for the forward reaction also equilibrium constant will be written as capital k subscript small eq used in first bracket forward if equilibrium constant for the forward reaction is 10 to the power 5 then the equilibrium constant in forward is equal to 1 by equilibrium constant in backward backward means reverse and then the equilibrium constant for the reverse reaction is 10 to the power minus 5 because whatever the value is there for the equilibrium constant forward reaction if you consider the equilibrium constant for backward or reverse direction then 1 by k eq in the forward direction you have to get the value uh, or vice versa similar concepts apply for combining species except generally the equilibrium constant will be greater than unity rather than smaller since the reaction is favorable 
for forming the products as for example complex we'll discuss equilibrium constant for the acid complex and precipitates in the later chapters now we'll discuss about the calculations using equilibrium constant composition at equilibrium equilibrium constants are useful for calculating the concentrations of the various species in equilibrium for example the hydrogen ion concentration from the dissociation of a weak acid in this section we present the general approach for calculation using equilibrium constants the applications to specific equilibria are treated in the later chapters dealing with this equilibria now chemical reactions for this chemical required reactions what will happen we'll see it is sometimes useful to know the concentration of reactants and products in equilibrium in a chemical reaction for example we may need to know the amount of reactant for the construction of a titration curve or for calculating the potential of an electrode in the solution these are in fact applications we consider in the later chapters for example the calculations will illustrate the general approach to solving the equilibrium problem so here we'll give one example there are several example in this book i'll give only one example the chemicals a and b reacts to produce c and d in that case a plus b is in equilibrium with c plus d both a b and c d in the capital letters and in this case the equilibrium constant we know the multiplication of both the molar concentration of c and d whole divided by the multiplication of both the a and b molar concentration so the equilibrium constant k in this case has a value of 0.30 so assume 0.20 mole of a and 0.50 mole of b are dissolved in 1.00 liter and reaction proceeds now we have to calculate the concentrations of reactants and products at equilibrium so the solution of this problem we'll see now the initial concentration of a is 0.20 molar as per the problem and that of b is 0.50 molar as it is described in the problem while c and d are initially 0 molar because initially no production is there after the reaction has reached equilibrium the concentrations of a and b will be decreased and those of the c and d will be increased let's consider the small x represents the equilibrium concentration of c or the moles per liter of a and b reacting since we get 1 mole of d with each mole of c so the concentration of d also will be x mol x 
we may represent the initial concentration of a and b as the identical constants concentrations ca and cb respectively so the equilibrium concentrations are a within third bracket and b within third bracket the concentration of a and b will each be diminished by the x that is concentration of a will now be ca minus x and concentration of b will be cb minus x so the equilibrium concentrations are for initial case the concentration of a is 0.20 concentration of b is 0.50 and concentration of c and d both are zero and when it, when it is in change what change will happen that consider the x in millimole per ml is reacting in this case the concentration for a and b both will be reduced by the x and concentration of c and d will be increased both will be increased by plus x so in this case in equilibrium the concentration of a is 0.20 minus x concentration of b 0.50 minus x and in the same equilibrium the concentration of both c and d is x so we can substitute these values in the equilibrium constant expression and solve for x this is so what will happen the solution if you consider the equilibrium constant in this case the equation with this value is x multiplied by x whole divided by the 0.20 minus x whole multiplied by the 0.50 minus x and the result in this case it will be 0.30 so now x square then what will happen in this equation the x square is equal to within first bracket 0.10 minus 0.70x plus x square first bracket close multiplied by 0.30 and then one equation will come 0.70x square plus 0.21x minus 0.030 is equal to 0 so this is a quadratic equation and can be solved by using the algebra for x using the quadratic formula given whatever you know using the formula x is equal to minus b plus minus whole root square b square minus 4ac whole divided by the 2a so if you put the whole value here then after that result will be the for the concentration of c and d for both it will be the 0.11 molar after the calculation after the solving this equation instead of using the quadratic equation 
we could also use the method of successive approximation in this procedure we'll first neglect the x compared to the initial concentration to simplify calculations and calculate an initial value of x then we can use this first estimate of x to subtract from the ca and cb to give an initial estimate of the equilibrium concentration of a and b and calculate a new x in this process repeated until x is essentially constant so first calculation x multiplied by x whole divided by 0.20 multiplied by 0.50 and it is equal to 0.30 so in this case if you calculate then final value x is equal to 0.173 the calculations converge more quickly if we keep an extra digit throughout second calculation when you consider extra digit in this case x multiplied by x whole divided by 0.20 minus 0.173 and whole multiplied by 0.50 minus 0.173 and it will be equal to 0.30 and the final the result of the x is equal to 0.051 and in same way we can calculate up to 9 times now we will take the 0.11 as the equilibrium value of x since it essentially repeated the value of the seventh calculation note that in this iterations x oscillates above and below the equilibrium value the larger x solved for in a particular problem is compared to the c the larger the oscillation and the more iteration that will be required to reach an equilibrium value there is a more efficient way of completing the iteration take the average of the first and second for the third iteration which should close to the final value in this case it is the 0.112 right side last two is the uncertain significant figure one or two more iteration will tell us we have reached the equilibrium value there are other examples also there in this book and also the excel sheet is used for the this type of problem to solve so you can find it in this book now i'll discuss about the systematic approach to equilibrium calculations how to solve any equilibrium problem now that some familiarity has been gained with equilibrium problem we will consider a systematic approach for calculating equilibrium concentration that will work with all equilibria no matter how complex it consists of identifying the unknown concentrations involved and writing a set of simultaneous equations equal to the number of unknowns simplifying assumptions are made with respect to relative concentrations of species not unlike the approach we have already taken to shorten the solving of the equations This approach involves writing expression for mass balance of species and one for 
charge balance of species as part of our equation. We will first describe how to arrive at this expression. The mass balance equation. The principle of mass balance is based on the law of mass conservation and states that the number of atoms of an element remains constant in the chemical reaction because no atoms are produced or destroyed. The principle is expressed mathematically by equating the concentration usually in molarities. The equations for all the pertinent chemical equilibria are written from which appropriate relations between species and concentration are written. We can take one example, write the equation of the mass balance for a 0.100 molar solution of acetic acid. To solve this problem, we have to write the equilibria here, HOAC in equilibrium with H plus plus OAC minus and for the water H2O in equilibrium with H plus plus OAC minus. We know that the ideal concentration of acetic acid is equal to the sum of the equilibrium constants of all its species. In this case, the concentration HOAC is equal to the concentration of HOAC plus the concentration of OAC minus. And in this case, it is a 0.100 molar. A second mass balance expression may be written for the equilibrium concentration of H+, which is derived from both HOAC and H2O. We obtain one H+, for each OAC- and one for each OH-. So the final equation is H+, concentration of H+, is equal to concentration of OAC-, OAC- plus the concentration of OH-. There are several examples in this book for the mass blends, blends expression so you can find in this book so during the equilibrium calculation using the systematic approach what will be the steps number one write the chemical reaction appropriate for the system number two write the equilibrium constant expression for these reactions number three write all the mass balance expression number four write the charge balance expression number five count the number of chemical pieces involved and the number of independent equation from the step number two three and four if the number of equations is greater than or equal to the number of chemical pieces then a solution is possible at this point it is possible to proceed to an answer point number six make simplifying assumptions concerning the relative concentrations of chemical pieces at this point you need to think like a chemist so that the math will be simplified number seven calculate the answer and last point number eight check the validity of your assumption there are also some examples using these all step you can find in this book anatomical chemistry written by the gary d christian it is the seventh edition Now we will discuss about some hints for applying the systematic approach for equilibrium calculations. First mass balance. 
point number one one will be for the total analytical concentration of the main parent species point number two others will be for species of interest as for example h plus and others dissociated species in equilibrium now charge balance in this case some point is there point number one charge balance equations are simply adding all cationic species on one side and all anionic species on the other each multiplied by the respective charge point number two both mass and charge balance equations are rarely needed for solving the equilibrium calculations in the case of ionic equilibria charge balance equations are often easier to write last one for solving the equilibrium concentration it also has two points point number one using simplifying assumptions at least one of the equilibrium species concentration can be estimated number two from substituting this the other species can be calculated and there is some examples also you can find in this book now i'll talk about the heterogeneous equilibria equilibria in which all the components are in solution that means a homogeneous medium generally occur quite rapidly if an equilibrium involves two phase that means the heterogeneous the rate of approach to equilibrium will generally to substantially slower than in the case of the solution an example is the dissolution of a poorly soluble solid or the formation of a precipitate neither of these process will be instantaneous another way in which heterogeneous equilibria differ from homogeneous equilibria is the manner in which the different constituents offset the equilibrium goldberg and oes showed that when a solid is a component of a reversible chemical process its active mass can be considering considered constant regardless of how much of a of the solid is present that is when any amount of the solid is already present adding more solid does not bring about a shift in the equilibrium so the expression for the equilibrium constant need not contain any concentration terms for substance present as solids that is the standard state of a solid is taken as that of the solid itself or unity thus for the equilibrium caf2 when is equilibrium with ca2 plus plus 2f minus we can write for the equilibrium constant is equal to concentration of ca2 plus multiplied by the square of the concentration of f minus the same is true for pure liquids when it is undissolved in equilibrium such as mercury the standard state of water is taken as unity in dilute aqueous solution and water does not appear in equilibrium constant expression now i'll talk in brief about the activity and activity coefficient that means the concentration is not the whole story there the activity terms also there we'll discuss it now generally the presence of diverse salt not containing ions common to the equilibrium involved will cause 
an increase in dissolution of a weak electrolyte or in the solubility of a precipitate cations attract anions and vice versa and so the cations of the analyte attracts anions of the diverse electrolyte and the anions of the analyte are surrounded by the cations of the diverse electrolyte the attraction of ions participating in the equilibrium of interest by the dissolved electrolyte effectively shield them decreasing their effective concentration and shifting the equilibrium we say that an ion atmosphere is formed about the cation and anion of interest as the charge on either the diverse salt or the ions of the equilibrium reaction is increased the diverse salt effect generally increases this effect on the equilibrium is not predicted by lasseter's principle but it is really understood if you think in terms of the effective concentration being changed this effective concentration of an ion in the presence of an electrolyte is called the activity of the ion to quantitatively describe the effects of salts on equilibrium constant one must use activities not concentration in potassium potentiometric measurements it is activity that is measured not concentration now the activity coefficient the activity of an ion ai small a subscript small i that that ai is denoted for the activity and it is defined by ai is equal to ci fi capital c subscript small i small f subscript small i so the activity is defined by ai is equal to ci fi where ci is the concentration of the ion i and fi is its activity coefficient the concentration is usually expressed as molarity and the activity has the same units as the concentration the activity coefficient is dimensionless but numerical values for activity coefficient do depend on the choice of standard state the activity coefficient varies with the total number of ions in the solution and with their charge and it is a correction for interionic attraction in dilute solution less than 10 to the minus 4 molar the activity coefficient of a simple electrolyte is near unity and activity is approximately equal to the concentration as the concentration of an electrolyte increase or as an extraneous salt is added the activity coefficients of ions decrease and the activity becomes less than the concentration note however that as much higher concentration a different effect come into play ions especially cations are hydrated in aqueous solution and the associated water of solvation becomes unavailable to function as solvents this causes the activity coefficient to reach a minimum as a function of concentration and at very high concentration it has a value greater than unity now i'll talk about iron strength so from the previous discussion when we describe about the activity and activity coefficient then you see the activity coefficient is a function of the total electrolyte concentration of the solution the ionic strength is a measure of total ionic concentration and ionic strength is defined by 
एंड स्ट्रेंथ इज सिमिलाइज बाय द म्यू सो म्यू इज इक्वल टू वन बाय टू समेशन सी आई जेड आई स्क्वायर फायर म्यू इज द आइनिक स्ट्रेंथ एंड जेड आई इज द चार्ज ऑन ईच इंडिविजुअल आयन ऑल कैटाउंस एंड एनाउंस प्रेजेंट इन सोल्यूशन आर इंक्लूडेड इन द कैलकुलेशन ऑब्वियसली फॉर ईच पॉजिटिव चार्ज देयर विल बी ए नेगेटिव चार्ज नाउ कैलकुलेशन ऑफ एक्टिविटी कोविशियंट इन द ईयर नाइनटीन ट्वेंटी थ्री डिवाई एंड हुकेल ड्राइव ए थियोरिटिकल एक्सप्रेशन फॉर कैलकुलेटिंग एक्टिविटी कोविशियंट द ऑरिजिनल डिवाई हुकेल इक्वेशन इज गिवन बाई द इक्वेशन माइनस लॉग ए फाइव इज इक्वल टू ए जेड आई स्क्वायर मल्टीप्लाइड बाई द स्क्वायर रूट म्यू एंड देन अनदर इक्वेशन यूजफुल विच इज कॉल्ड द एक्सटेंडेड डिवाइकल इक्वेशन दैट इज माइनस लॉग ए फाइव इज इक्वल टू ए जेड आई स्क्वायर स्क्वायर रूट म्यू होल डिवाइडेड बाई वन प्लस बी ए आई स्क्वायर रूट ऑफ म्यू हेयर ए एंड बी आर कॉन्स्टेंट द वैल्यूज आर रेस्पेक्टिवली जीरो पॉइंट फाइव वन एंड जीरो पॉइंट थ्री थ्री फॉर वाटर एट ट्वेंटी फाइव डिग्री सेंटीग्रेड एट अदर टेम्परेचर द वैल्यूज कैन बी कम्प्यूटेड फ्रॉम ए इज इक्वल टू वन पॉइंट एट टू मल्टीप्लाइड टेन टू टू पावर सिक्स इन ब्रैकेट dt bracket close to the power minus 3 by 2 and b is equal to 50.3 within first bracket dt to the power minus half where d and t are the dielectric constant and the absolute temperature respectively a1 is the ion size parameter which is the effective diameter of the hydrated ion in angstrom unit a0 That means capital A in top zero is there, and angstroms is hundred picometers. That means ten to the power minus ten meters. The limitation of the Debye-Huckel's equation is the accuracy to which AI can be evaluated. For many singly charged ions, AI is generally about three angstrom, and for practical purpose. The equation simplifies to minus log Fi is equal to 0.51 Jd square multiplied by the root square of mu and whole divided by one plus root square of mu. For common multiply charge ions, Ai may become as large as 11 angstrom. But an ionic strength less than 0.01, the second term of the denominator becomes small with respect to one. So uncertainties in a one becomes relatively unimportant, and this equation can be applied at ionic strength of 0.01 or less. The equation can be applied up to strength of about 0.2. There are also more details about this in this book. One can find in this book. Now I'll describe very briefly the diverse ion effects. 
the thermodynamic equilibrium constant and activity coefficient this is very long part in this book if you want to find in details then you please go through this book we mentioned at the beginning of the last section on activity that the presence of diverse salts will generally increase the dissolution of weak electrolytes due to a shielding that means or decreasing to the activity of the ionic species produced upon dissociation we can quantitatively predict the extent of the effect on the equilibrium by taking into account the activities of the species in the equilibrium in our consideration of equilibrium constant thus far we have assumed no diverse ion effect that is an ionic strength of 0 and an activity coefficient of 1 equilibrium constant should more exactly be expressed in terms of activities rather than concentration consider the dissociation of ab the thermodynamic equilibrium constant that is the equilibrium constant extrapolated in the case of infinite dilution and this is symbolized by the capital k subscript eq superscript 0 and this thermodynamic equilibrium constant is equal to aa dot ab divided by aab and it is again is equal to concentration of a multiplied by fa multiplied by concentration of b multiplied by ab and whole divided by the concentration of ab multiplied by fab since the concentration equilibrium constant keq is equal to concentration of a multiplied by concentration of b whole divided by the concentration of ab then you can simplify this the equation for the thermodynamic equilibrium constant and then in that case the keq 0 is equal to keq fa dot ab whole divided by fab or you can write for the equilibrium constant keq is equal to keq 0 multiplied by fab whole divided by fa multiplied by ab the numerical value of keq 0 holds for all activities keq is equal to keq 0 at 0 ionic strength but at appreciable ionic strength a value for keq must be calculated for each ionic strength using the equation i described now the equilibrium constant there are several equilibrium constant listed in this book for zero ionic strength that is they are really thermodynamic equilibrium constants you can find in this book and this can be used for equilibrium calculations at the listed ionic strength using molar concentration without having to calculate activity coefficients for example chemical oceanography is of sufficient importance that all relevant equilibrium constant uniquely appreciable uh, applicable to a sea water matrix are available we have to remember one point that electrostatic effects are important in the behavior of charged molecules such as proteins dna and other charged biomolecule biopolymers 
how ions move in capillary electrophoresis and the behavior of glass and ion selective electrodes to name a few areas so with this this is the end of describing the chapter number 6 from the book ideal chemistry written by the gary d christian it is the seventh edition thank you so much for listening this chapter now i'll describe very briefly the diverse ion effects the thermodynamic equilibrium constant and activity coefficient this is very long part in this book if you want to find in details then you please go through this book we mentioned at the beginning of the last section on activity that the presence of diverse salts will generally increase the dissolution of weak electrolytes due to a shielding that means or decreasing to the activity of the ionic species produced upon dissociation we can quantitatively predict the extent of the effect on the equilibrium by taking into account the activities of the species in the equilibrium in our consideration of equilibrium constant thus far we have assumed no diverse ion effect that is an ionic strength of 0 and an activity coefficient of 1 equilibrium constant should more exactly be expressed in terms of activities rather than concentration consider the dissociation of ab the thermodynamic equilibrium constant that is the equilibrium constant extrapolated in the case of infinite dilution and this is symbolized by the capital k subscript eq superscript 0 And this thermodynamic equilibrium constant is equal to aa dot ab divided by aab and it is again is equal to concentration of a multiplied by fa multiplied by concentration of b multiplied by ab and whole divided by the concentration of ab multiplied by fab since the concentration equilibrium constant keq is equal to concentration of a multiplied by concentration of b whole divided by the concentration of ab then you can simplify this the equation for the thermodynamic equilibrium constant and then in that case the keq 0 is equal to keq fa dot ab whole divided by fab or you can write for the equilibrium constant keq is equal to keq 0 multiplied by fab whole divided by fa multiplied by ab the numerical value of keq 0 holds for all activities keq is equal to keq 0 at 0 ion strength but at appreciable ionic strength a value for keq must be calculated for each ionic strength using the equation i described now the equilibrium constant there are several equilibrium constant listed in this book for zero ionic strength that is they are really thermodynamic equilibrium constants 
you can find in this book and this can be used for equilibrium calculations at the listed ion strength using molar concentration without having to calculate activity coefficients for example chemical oceanography is of sufficient importance that all relevant equilibrium constant uniquely appreciable uh, applicable to a sea water matrix are available we have to remember one point that electrostatic effects are important in the behavior of charged molecules such as proteins dna and other charged volume biomolecule biopolymers how ions move in capillary electrophoresis and the behavior of glass and ion selective electrodes to name a few areas so with this this is the end of describing the chapter number 6 from the book anatomical chemistry written by the gary dick hitchian it is the seventh edition thank you so much for listening this chapter